welcome to another edition of Surviving the Badge. All right, we're going to do um, a beer moment. What? A beer moment? But first, we're going to talk about our sponsors. We want to give thanks to Kenny's Grocery in Orange City off of Volusia Avenue. They have uh, been so great, gracious as to afford us the beer for the beer moment in our show. We very much appreciate them. Stop by and visit them. They have like a bazillion craft beers Beers from everywhere you can possibly imagine, they have them. I think you undersold it. It's like a double bazillion. Is that, a, think, is that a thing? I think it is. The pictures are on our Facebook page and our Instagram page, and you're like, oh my God, there's every beer in the world. Our it's second amazing. sponsor is CNR Constructors, kind of close to home. I work for CNR Constructors. Uh, my best friend owns the company. They are a general contractor. They do commercial build-outs. They do home remodels. And they have a service uh, division that takes care of all of the commercial service that you may need for your business. Quality craftsmanship. They stand behind their work. And I vouch for them because I've known the guy that owns the company for over 40 years. And he's a good man. Plus, he's retired law enforcement. All right. So let's get into the beer moment. What do I have? I have, okay, this is a Sailfish Brewing Company. Sailfish Brewing Company. This is Sunrise City IPA. I'm not a big IPA guy. However, they're from, where are they from again? Fort uh, Pierce. Fort, Fort Pierce. Pierce, Florida. We try to keep our beers somewhere in the Florida area so we can support our local breweries. So Sailfish Brewing Company out of Fort Pierce, Florida. And this one is called Sunrise City IPA. Let's give it a taste. Hey, you know what I was wondering? There, there's GPS coordinates on there. I wonder if that's for Fort Pierce. Or for or for their brewer. Actually, Sailfish, they have a, a, it's like a restaurant bars where they all started. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, that's so. Okay. Yeah, because I, I just noticed that they have a GPS coordinate. So that's probably for, take her right to their bar. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Cheers. Cheers. Let's try it out. Ooh, nice little foam. Yeah, yeah. Everybody likes a little head on there, right? Ooh, you get the pop of them hops. Oh, that's definitely hoppies. Hops. With over hop three city. pounds of hops per mm. barrel. Uh, damn, that's a good IPA. That's a that's a good beer. The IPA, for me, brings it down. I mean, it, it, but it's just my flavor. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, I love IPAs. If you like IPAs, this is smooth. Yeah. It and is. It, now, it, that it, is true. It, it is, is smooth. It is smooth as hell, but it's got that bite that an IPA has, that high hop content. I, I give this a good six. Yeah, I'm going to give it, because I'm not an IPA guy either, I'm going to give it, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it a six and a half for me. Right. If I was an IPA lover, oh. I'd give it an eight, eight and a half. Be because you're you're right. This actually is a pretty smooth IPA. I think it's it in is the, a crime. There it is. Sailfish Brewing Company. I think it's in the Florida State statutes that you are not allowed to not finish a beer that you start. I'm not sure if it's a misdemeanor or a felony. But in my it, book, it's, it's at least a misdemeanor first degree. All right. So what do we have today? So we're gonna uh, today we're gonna talk about uh, more in the weeds of uh, uh, of law enforcement. Do you remember? Do you remember a time when did you graduate the police academy? 1902? <laughs> Just about. December of 1984. 84. I, I graduated in 88, so four years after you. Yeah. And I got a job. I graduated December, got a job in January. I mean, Me too. Me too. Bang. 
Um, but I do remember a time, I think it was the late 80s, early 90s, that, that law enforcement, it was hard to get a job. There was a time where it was, Sean, mm -hmm. he, he graduated from the academy like in the early 90s. Yeah. And it was full. He It took him a while to finally get a job. I know several people. And it took him almost two years sometime. This was later. Right. In the 80s, dude, it was hopping. Yep. I mean, you could get a job usually pretty right. damn fast. Now there is a shortage. In 2020, 86% of all departments in the whole United States reported a shortage of officers. When you left your agency, how many were you short? We were down two. Um, the other day, Out of how many agents? How many officers? Uh, forty. I think at the time we were forty-five to forty-seven, okay. somewhere in there. So it's a relatively. I got word the other small agency. Two is a lot. I got. I got. Um, I got word the other day that three people left within a uh, like a two-month period. Three people. Retired, left, quit. Went to a bigger agency, bigger more agency. pay. You know, whatever. Right. I think. One but your agency's left. paying pretty well. They pay pretty damn good. Yeah. For the county they're in, pretty right. damn good. Yeah. Right about median salary. And benefits are phenomenal. Between 2013 and 2016, the numbers of officers dropped by 23,000 officers in that time frame. And holy cow. And I, and, and I can only imagine the amount of drops in the last now, two to three years. After COVID. COVID, George all the, Floyd, defund the police. Yep. Police are the worst people on the planet. All the enemy. Doing, yeah. So I can imagine that there's a crap ton of of people leaving. So so how do we bring in? How do we? You're a police chief. How do you bring in cops? The only way you can bring them in nowadays is to pay them. Okay. You gotta you gotta have your pay way the hell up there. Your benefit package up there. It's the only way. They're not going to do it just for the excitement anymore because, unfortunately, the media and everything that's going on in this country has taken all that away. I'm surprised that I actually have some students who are seniors now mm -hmm. who actually want to go into law enforcement because I don't sugarcoat. I don't. Yeah. In my classes, I tell them the good, the bad, the ugly of law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And I still have some cops who want to be, who I, students who still want to be cops. Uh, but I think you're right. you got to pay them. you got to make it worthwhile. All right, so um, so what's going to make it worse? Please. So what's going to make it worse? And I don't want to make this podcast political. We don't have to. There's plenty of issues we can talk about that aren't politics. But there's a lot of issues coming down right now about agencies with vaccine mandates. Do you know if your your former agency is requiring it? I do not know. Okay. I don't believe so. I would have heard. Okay, but I don't believe so. It's a and and I think federally, didn't they say agency or employers up to what was it a thousand? I don't know. Anyway, um, but our great governor put a quietus on that. So two hundred ninety-two Seattle police officers have have not shown proof of COVID nineteen vaccine, and they are facing firing by October eighteenth. Three hundred Massachusetts State Police. Are, are the same by October 17th. San Francisco PD is looking at 267 unvaccinated officers that are, are possibly uh, going to be fired. So let me ask you this. How do you square? I'm going to put you back in the police chief position. How do you square 
you have officers who are sworn. I've been there with four agencies that raised my hand. I will. I, I swear that I will abide by the law and, and uphold the Constitution and all that. How do you how do you square officers refusing the law and not getting a vaccine? You can't. You can't swear them in if they were. No, 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 no. What I'm law. saying is they're saying that they're they're officers. They're officers, but they're saying now they're not going to get vaccinated, which is federal law or state law in some of these cases. Some of these states, Seattle and uh, Massachusetts and, and California say every well, if it's state, the state of the federal law, they're breaking the law. They can't work there anymore. Sorry. But so so what do we do with Seattle, Massachusetts? Uh, how do we su- supplement that? Or are we just going to just say, oh, hey, sorry, citizens? I don't know. I don't have that answer. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, you hire a bunch of people that are vaccinated, I guess, and pay them more. But we can't. There's a shortage. We just talked about that. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. Get rid of the goddamn mandate. That's how you get rid of that. Well, that's get not going to happen in those states. Well, so because so, look where you're talking. Well, I'm just okay. I'm just saying. Uh, so we're looking at at least seven, eight hundred officers just in those three states, and there's forty-seven more to go that may lose their job because, and, and, and we talked about this earlier uh, in, in a few episodes ago, what if the state of Florida legalizes cannabis? Do you allow your officers to smoke weed off, yes. off duty? Yes, it's legal. But it's no worse than this if it's legal. But doesn't cannabis carry over into this? And, no, it doesn't. So, yes, there's a trace of it in your system, that just means they can find that in your hair for Let, six months. Sunday night, you're sitting home, whatever. All right, I guess that's and smoking then, weed. Yeah, that's smoking weed. I don't know. Uh, and then the next day, they go to work. Mm-hmm. They're okay. They get in a crash. Right. It's what's, in the, your what's the very first thing that happens? It's in your when, system. When they're when but they're, it's going to show their THC level, Camille. It's going to show that. It's just like alcohol. It's going to show the amount of THC in their blood. They're going, if there's a question about them being at fault, it's going to show that they are, they have THC in their system. Right. And then they can show the amount of THC. But what's the, what's the, okay, what's the legal amount of THC in the state of Well, I don't know, but I mean, you're going to get into, it's not legal here. Right. But I'm sure there are states that are dealing with that. I think it's just a mess. Can we, can we prevent officers from smoking cigarettes if they at yes the and sanford pd does it right they cannot so use why can we for five years or for so whatever. why can we not do that with weed they could do it with weed. weed but you wouldn't no okay i wouldn't all right i wouldn't say you can't smoke and i wouldn't say that you can't freaking smoke weed if it is legal in the state of Florida. but cigarettes are legal because if you can raise this, right, and so I would not, as the chief of police, I would not have that rule in effect. No. Right. Now, if you can raise this can and put it to your mouth and drink it on your night off, then I think if that's your bag, ha uh-huh, get the pun. <laughs> Come on, don't leave me here. You didn't like my pun earlier. <laughs> I think that you could light up a wouldn't joint it, and smoke it. Wouldn't it be just safer to say, listen, no weed, no alcohol, and isn't that going to help with? And, and I know why they no don't. Cops. Do, nobody wants to be a no, cop. No, no, nobody say, wants no. to be. Yeah. What I'm yeah. saying is, you know why they don't do? Okay, Adolf Hitler. Go ahead. <laughs> you know why they don't do tobacco insurance? That's the only reason. Couldn't you put that under? You can do that with weed. 
Right. But you can't do that with this. No. Unless you're a chronic freaking alcoholic. But the thing is, if you're drinking Sunday night, it's going to be rare. Unless you're so many people that we used to work with. <laughs> then you're going to have an issue on they Monday. Show up and it's like, it smells like a brewery in here. Yeah. Gosh, uh-huh. it's six in the morning. You still yep. smell like that? We sent one home for that. <laughs> really? Um, Joey commented, and I just want to read these because they're very germane to our conversation. He said, um, get people to stay or join your force by having it at an administrator that backs their cops. Yes. When the cop is right, the cop is right. When he's wrong, he's wrong. Yep. Um, when he screws up bad, you fire him. Yep. Uh, Grady Judd probably doesn't, or probably keeps his deputies because he backs his deputies. And, and arrests. But they pay like shit. And the, he, it, there was a press conference I showed to my students. David he, Clark. He arrested three of them. Um, right, Grady Judd arrested, and he put it all out there. He put, we arrested this deputy, this deputy, and this deputy because of this, this, and this. David Clark keeps his people. That's what he says on here. David Clark is. I a, thought Clark Kirk was re- retired. Is he still uh, a well, sheriff? I don't know, but he's sheriff out west, and, and he's a black sheriff out west, and he is very vocal politics. He's on the right side, and uh, and I don't mean. The right side, I mean the right side, meaning more he's, conservative. He's, he's more, more conservative. way more conservative. Right. Then he says, um, in that case about the uh, marijuana, if they're sworn to follow law, can cops smoke weed now since it's legal? Well, it's not legal in the state of Florida. It's right to smoke. Yeah, that's it. a hypothetical right. for Florida. Right, but you know it's going to be soon. I, I, I predict it within the five years. Within five years, Florida will have a recreational marijuana law. And then somebody on here said OPD says they cannot use medical marijuana. Period. Really? If they are employed with that agency. Isn't that a violation of AD, uh, ADA? Disab- ADA. Yeah, that seems... Huh, I don't know. I did not. not know that. I didn't either. Thank you for the input. We appreciate it. That's yeah. what makes the show great, guys. Your input. We appreciate it. I can't read them all you know, on the air, but man, if I see one that's germane to our conversation like that, I'm going to read them. Uh, so, all right, you, so you, mentioned, you mentioned in Florida, we have actually some safeguards for firing. The uh, uh, mayor of Orange County said, listen, they won't we're, 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 we're going to have officers, deputies who refuse the vaccine for whatever reason. We're not going to fire them. That's, that would be, be counterproductive. But they're going to have a letter in their file. Letter in their file. Yeah, well, that letter in their file could keep them from getting promoted, could keep them from getting a better pay raise everything else on their evaluation. So you're still screwing them over. I don't I don't agree with that. Really? I do not agree with that. I don't. So you don't think promotion boards would look at that and say, okay, he's got a letter in the file. The only letter in his file is fair to vaccine. Yeah, and what do they write it up under? I don't know. Uh, Insubordination. That's true. That's one of the worst violations you could possibly have in your file. One yeah. of the worst. Other than a criminal offense. You know, you know what I always found weird? I don't like that and shit. And you're, you're an administrator. How do you explain... I don't like that shit. <laughs> How do you explain a written oral reprimand? Uh, they don't have those anymore. <laughs> really? No. We used to have those. I know. They don't have those anymore. <laughs> okay. At least not where I'm at or where I was at. We did away with that. Okay, good. It's like, wait, I have to document this oral now reprimand. Verbal counseling... Or a verbal reprimand, or, or a, what is it called? Verbal counseling, verbal reprimand. Right. Where, okay. it, you know, yeah. whatever. And there's like three stages. They fixed that. Yeah, right. that was ridiculous. Yeah, and, and you and I got a write-up. What was it? A, for the pursuit. A, for the pursuit, we got a letter in our file. I think it was, wasn't it temporary? Like for six months, and then it was removed? Well, or? because the Sarge 
no matter how much you loved him or hated him, the Sarge said, I was out there. Right. I told him to continue. Put the shit on me. Right. Not on them. So right. we got a letter and he got two days off without pay or whatever it was. So if you don't know, if you're listening and you're not a cop, there are certain procedural things when it comes to pursuits. Back in the day, 70s, 80s, and now in some states, you just... And 90s. You just chase for freaking anything. But what was happening is somebody would run a stop sign and you would chase them and then they'd run into a, a van load of nine people and they'd all die. So it's like, oh, you know, we need to we need to put some, some parameters on our And even pursuits. though I hated it at the time... The more, yes, the more I kind of got up into that administration level, I kind of started to understand where that was coming from. What I don't understand is the felony thing. (laughs) The forcible felony? Any felony. Right. You should be able to chase a felon until the freaking tires come off of that son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Personally, I don't necessarily agree with all felons because identity theft is a felony. Okay. I, okay. So that, that's just that's just I mean, okay. I get you. Yeah, I get you. And and I and I and how do you differentiate? So the easiest way to differentiate is okay. Are we talking? He wrote a check for seven hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, we're gonna chase him to hell and back. Or is it, or we're going to identify it as Yeah, I guess you got to look at the felony. crime, but I can tell you if it involved a person at all of any way, shape, or form, or a burglary, or a robbery, or anything like that, I think we should, and I don't mean a um, carjacking or something, we can chase those. But I mean, just a burglary. You're talking about the great old burglary. Right, didn't they, is that what they called it? Call, you, because you were like, on, on our pursuit... If you don't know, so we pursued a vehicle. It was a stolen vehicle, and we pursued it, and we ended up catching the guy. And we got on a on a in a uh, an IA an internal investigation about pursuing a non forcible felony, which is steal stolen vehicle. And then and then Brian's like, wait a second, isn't a burglary considered a forcible felony? And and they said you didn't know it was a burglary at the time. All you knew was a stolen car. And I'm like. Well, how do you steal a car unless you burglarize it? And they said, he could have been invited in the car, and then he just drove off when the guy got out of the car. I'm like, okay, here yeah, we go. Semantics. So whatever. It yeah. was ridiculous. All right, let's move on. Didn't you fall in a hole during that pursuit? I did. A humongo <laughs> hole. But who was right there after you tackled me? <laughs> Dude, so for you cops, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, adrenaline and... I don't know, high stress situations will make you do weird things. So I tackle this guy and I'm laying on him on the ground, on the ground. And I'm screaming at him, get on the ground, get up. And then I catch myself. And the grass was this yeah, high. And I catch myself and I say, roll over. <laughs> it's just weird how our brain has to, our, our lizard brain kind of has to, and you were right there and we cuffed him. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, that was uh, great. So we talked about, um, oh, you were mentioning, so our governor in, in Florida said, hey, listen, if you guys fire cops, if you guys fire cops, um, we're going to, the state of Florida will fine you $5,000 per incident. So per violation. Per, yeah. So I, I think that our governor, I mean, I personally agree with Woo-hoo! the freedom stance of our governor, where he's like, no, we're going to fall on the side of, of, of freedom of choice. But... 
you know, you guys decide that. Let us know what you think in our in our in emails or or comments or whatever. But that's what our governor is. And let us know what you think also about the uh, pursuit the pursuit policy currently in effect in almost I think it's almost every single agency at least in the state of Florida that it must be a forcible felony before they can pursue. Let you know. Let us know what you think. Write a comment because hopefully you're watching us on YouTube right now. We appreciate you watching very much. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, that like button, and the little bell over there that says that you're getting a notification every single time we post a video. Thank you. All right. So moving on to something a, a little in, into my realm, uh, the Zodiac. Uh, so I was a detective for 15 years. I worked on two. Explain the Zodiac. Oh, okay. The Zodiac. Uh, hold on, uh, killer. Killer. So that, let me do my thing. All right. So um, as an investigator, I worked on two serial killer cases, and it it was amazing. It's just oh, it's really cool. I love investigation. So Zodiac, back in the seventies, eighties, there was a killer in California who was who left these cryptic messages, this cipher, and last year they solved the cipher, and just recently a group of investigators, retired investigators, cops internet investigators said hey we know who the uh, zodiac killer is his name is gary francis post who died in the 80s i think um, or is he or is he that's a great question that's um and my I, I i'm blowing this up on on my instagram which is if you have instagram it's surviving the badge um blowing out hey is he the actual killer it was funny, I put it on there, and my son, like at 3 o'clock in the morning, he's like, hey, um, Dad, other cops are saying it's not him because of circumstantial evidence. Well, circumstantial evidence, is it good? Is circumstantial evidence good? Well, there's been people convicted on it. What? Oh, yeah. Does your old agency have a murder conviction who was on death row under circumstantial evidence? Well, yes, they do. What? Anton Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Anton Myers. Anton Myers was a individual who picked up a young lady, newer. 14 years old? 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Kathy Ingalls. Um, our agency worked this for numerous, numerous years. Uh, just to cut to the chase, they never found the body. Well, they didn't find the body until initially, well after you know they knew who he was, and that was part of his little deal and the snap. But um, all of the evidence against Anton Myers was completely circumstantial. They had a footprint that someone had seen on his chest. It was a tennis shoe print. Later on, when they were going through her shoes, they realized, oh my God, that's the same shoe print that we took photos of. Um, that evidently had, you know, kicked him in the chest or whatever. Um, so one thing led to another. Um, they ended up finding her body years and years later, right off of Lake Mary Boulevard at a construction site well, that was now a plaza in the woods, right next to Well, it. but that wasn't, that was, so they convicted him. He got the death penalty mm -hmm. just on circumstantial. No body. Yep. No DNA. No fingerprints. They were able to convict him. This is before I started with this agency, and put him on death row in the state of Florida. His his death date was coming up, and he's like, "Hey, uh, hey, prosecutors, you know what? If you guys uh, don't 
put me to death, I'll tell you where the body is. If you don't kill me. <laughs> if you don't kill me. So and he they, did. they contacted the family, and he said, the family said, okay, yeah, we're, we're okay with that. And he came down to where, and point, yep, she's right there. And it was and, a very shallow grave. Yeah. Very shallow. And, and you know what? I've run through there chasing people two or three times. I park. 30 feet from there in that plaza and sit there and do yeah. reports and everything else. I've chased people through yeah. that woods. It's crazy. It, 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 it's, I mean, it was, a, it was a stretch of woods that was maybe 100 yards wide by 200 yards deep. Behind it was a was a retention pond, a big plaza here, and a nursery over here, right off Lake Mary Boulevard. In the, in the early, what, late 80s? What, what late that? 80s. Late 80s. Was any of that there? No, because I was still, when I came there, they were working the case. It had happened right before I started there in 89. So that bank wasn't there. Was that uh, plaza there? Uh, the plaza, I believe they just cleared ground and everything else for that. And he was, because he told them he was worried to death that they, they were, were going to expand. uncover her when they were building that plaza and they never went that far. I mean, oh. they missed it by 50 feet, man. Mm -hmm. 50 feet is all they missed it by where the edge of that parking lot was. Can you imagine? You know what? You know what's weird? The day that they found her was the day that I announced to your dad that I had figured out who killed the unsolved case on um, Rancho Road. Really? The same exact day. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. Well, um, Uncle Bill, God bless you. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, retired New York City detective. Absolutely. Um, didn't make a dime. He was friends of the family or became friends of the family. He lend, lent all of his services and all to assist in the investigation. Uh, Tom Taggart. Um, yep. Dave Guilford. Um, just some my dad, Steve Gregory. God rest his soul. Um, everybody, there was a lot of people involved in that case. Sam Belfure, a lot of people involved in that case. And uh, it went on for years and years and years. And they finally convicted him. It was a great case. Yeah. So, 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 Zodiac. So, never underestimate circumstantial evidence. No, never yeah. underestimate. Because people are like, oh, it's just, that's just circumstantial. Circumstantial evidence can, can be really good. So... Um, it's still debatable if Gary Francis Post was the Zodiac, but a lot of people, the, this group is saying that it, it is him. And he died in 2018. Right? 18. Okay. 18. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that's what you had sent me, that he I, died in 2018. Okay. I'm a little, I got a little. Well, I think that's what you said. Okay. Um, so the problem is, they'll never be able to interview him again. They'll never be able to get any more facts from him or anything else. So now they only have what they have. Right. And is it enough to? And I don't know if there was. I, I don't know if there was any DNA left at the victims of the Zodiac, where he, where they could exhume his body and get. And remember, most of these cases were before DNA was Nin a big thing. Yeah, nineteen eighty six was was when DNA became popular. So yeah. Um, all right, so we talked about Zodiac. Yay, Zodiac! Yay! All, all my students are like, Miss Long, you hear about Zodiac? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> That's awesome I, that they're paying. I, I love my oh my god, my students are the best. If you guys are listening, you guys are the best. Um, okay, so back on murder cases, the CDC reported just recently. Wait, is it your? No, it's not your. Um, that homicide rates for the United States have rose thirty 
percent between 2019 and 2020. It's the highest increase recorded in modern history. Thirty percent. That's a crap ton. The previous um, largest increase in the United States homicide rate was 20%, but that was between 2000 and 2001, but that was because of the September 11th terrorist attack. 30% homicide rate. What do you think that's from? Chicago. <laughs> I well, hate to say I, it, man. But the thing is, uh, that's not just, just Chicago. El, um, California has, you know what, if you commit a crime, we're just going to let you out. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Just go oh, you got COVID? We're going to let you out. Yeah. That's another topic. Right. Um, <laughs> a lot of these, I, I don't understand how people think that if you don't give consequences to people, they're going to stop. No. They're like, oh, I'm out and I killed somebody. Let me kill somebody else. Just like with your kids, man. Just like with your kids. If you don't make them suffer the consequences, whatever those are. You know, taking their phone away from them, taking their keys away from them, grounding them, doing whatever you need to do because they did something stupid. They're going to say, well, I guess that was okay. Right. They're just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. So, so, so unfortunately, um, I didn't put this in here, but I understand that um, a lot of people are buying guns because the homicide rate is on the increase. It's Hello. crazy. Yeah. Exactly. The way this country is, just my opinion only. If you don't own a gun, you're crazy. Right. I'm sorry, but you're just nuts. My uh, daughter, my youngest daughter, her and her uh, boyfriend, they just bought a house and all. And she was just telling me last night we were talking about it. She goes, you know, sometimes he works late, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I Dad, I, I want to go ahead and get a gun. And I'm like, absolutely. And I said, I'll tell you what, until you make that purchase or until you, you know, whatever you are thinking about doing, when he's going to go out of town next time, Come over here. You've shot my shotgun a hundred times. Come over here. Grab my 12-gauge. I'll put double-op buck in it. Bring it back to the house Doggy. and set it in the corner right next to your bed. I said, you don't have to aim. All you got to do is get in the general direction. Cut them in half. Nobody's going to keep coming forward uh, no. when a shotgun comes and at them. And even when they rack it, you know, right. to Absolutely. get one in the chamber, they're going to stop. So anyway. Yeah. Stay on your ground. Stay on your ground. The way it comes from the law books. If you guys are listening outside of the state of Florida, this may be different. It may be, but probably not. A person who is not engaged in an unlawful activity and who is attacked in any other place where he or she has a right to be has no duty to retreat and has the right to stand on or to stand his or her ground and meet force with force, including deadly force, if he or she reasonably believes it is necessary to do so. So you and I are in, you're in front of me in a movie theater and I throw popcorn at you. Can you shoot me? Negative. Oh, that's weird. That Negative. happened in Tampa, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was crazy. I can't throw cup. That was a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was. Yeah. I throw popcorn in you and shoot the old me in the man, face. Yep. And the old man claimed stand your ground. Right. And he was convicted, I he, believe. Well, he yeah. was totally and convicted. He should have been. He totally should have been. And I'm glad that you said that because my note on here says, remember, you will be judged by your peers. So you must, must be able to show that you had reason to believe that your safety was in jeopardy unless you acted. In other words, unless you mm -hmm. took action, your safety was going to be in jeopardy. Maybe you're allergic to popcorn. 
This, okay, whatever. <laughs> this does mean that if a 125, or this doesn't mean that if a 125 pound man hits a 200 pound man in the face, that the 200 pound man can shoot him in the face and vice versa. Okay, so now if the 200 pound man continues to attack that 125 pound man and that smaller man believes that unless he shoots the other man, he will die, he may be okay under the stand your ground law. This can apply to anywhere the person had a legal right to be. So you're in a parking lot, you're getting ready to get in your car and let's say you're, you know, five foot 10, you're 160 pounds, you have no, you know, uh, karate, jujitsu, you know, no just regular person. Experience. You're just a regular Joe, okay? Or a regular Jane. And you're getting ready to get in your car and some asshole walks up to you and he taps you on the shoulder and he says, I'm going to kick your ass. At that point, no, you can't pull out a firearm and go, bam, you're dead. Okay, all he said was, I'm going to kick your ass. Which is a misdemeanor uh, right. assault. Now, if that person were to then attack you, okay, or slam you up against the car, and it looks like, yes, he is going to kick your ass at that, and, and severely hurt you, okay, or take your life, at that point, if you were armed legally, and you were in a place where you were legal to be, parking lot of the publics or whatever. And that's stirring up shit. Right. And you weren't committing an illegal act by, you know, doing whatever. Then if you had your firearm, you could brandish that firearm and say, if you do not cease or if you don't stop, I'm going to shoot you. And if the individual continued to attack you and you believe that your life was in danger, you could shoot that individual. Does that That's mean that I won't sense. be arrested or face a trial? Oh, absolutely not. You, what? You may be arrested. What? But most agencies don't in these cases. They secure the firearm. They secure the weapon. They do a GSW. What is that? Or GSR. Uh, what like, is that? Gunshot residue. There you go. Gunshot residue. I'm like, GSW. Sure. Sorry, GSW. Gunshot wound? Gunshot wound. <laughs> well, there might be. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> a GSR. And they'll do their full investigation, witness statements, you know, blah, blah. If it's just you and him, it's just you and him. Or you, you and her. You may have whatever. to you may have to defend you may have to convince a jury that you were right. So what I'm saying is, if you're my size, six foot three, three hundred pounds. Okay. And, and he attacks me, which is Five ten, a hundred fifty pounds. Hundred fifty. No, no, okay, no, plus a no. hundred. <laughs> You're gonna have an issue. Okay, you're really gonna have an issue. So anyway, that's the way stand your ground works. Now, what I did make a note of: this is not to be confused with Florida statute seven 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 point one. Or I'm sorry, seven 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 point zero one three. Home protection. Use or threatened use of deadly force, presumption of fear of death or great bodily harm. A person who is in a dwelling or a resident residence in which the person has a right to be has no duty to retreat and has the right to stand his or her ground and use or threaten to use deadly force now would that be called the castle doctrine it would be and but it used to be people thought and for a while there was this big thing where 
you had to go to the furthest away room or closet or bathroom or whatever from wherever you heard the intrusion occurring and hide and take every measure to hide from this individual and until they encroached into that room where you were and i'm not saying that's not a bad idea it's a good idea to try to retreat and get away from the danger okay guys it really is but you don't have to lawfully if you hear someone breaking that glass and you hear them coming through that window, you hear them coming through that door, you could be standing 10 foot on the other side of that door with a 12 gauge leveled right on them. And as soon as they come in the house, I would just say, leave or die. And if they kept coming, they're dead. There's a, there's a, there was a case in, in that's it, just my it, opinion. It, I, I, it was like Haines City, Plant City area, um, where this guy's breaking into the back of the door. Mom, dad, son said, you need to stop breaking into our house or we're going to shoot you. He continued to break in. All three of them shot him to death once he made it in the house. And they're like, cops are like, all right, Jenny. <laughs> Which means in service. Right, I mean. <laughs> and the way he did this means, okay, general report. See you later. Have a good day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in the state of Florida, you, the state of Florida pursue, presumes that if somebody breaks into your house, they mean to do you harm. Absolutely. Now, I have, I have cousins who live in Canada. Not the thing. You do have to retreat. Okay, well, it's Canada. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Canadian or America's hat, you know. Um, but yeah, it's totally different. So. Stephen Stephen popped in and said, "Happy ver- Happy anniversary, John!" There you go, Big John. John! I look over here. Yeah, <laughs> we have a CNR shirt in place of John because they're one of our sponsors. Obviously, we already said that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Mike popped in and he goes, that old man from the movie theater shooting was a retired police captain. Unbelievably sad. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I did not know that I thought he was just a citizen. All right. So anyway, that's your stand your ground, basically uh, philosophy there on that. Uh, that, Um, That's how Florida sees it. In the the state of Florida, we are allowed to defend yourself. Absolutely. If he punches you in the face, you can punch him back. They and 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 what they're going to look at is they're going to look at a reasonable person statue. Did a would a reasonable person believe that your life was in danger? If so, then you can use deadly force. But unfortunately, sometimes you might be required to convince a jury yeah. of, of of that. Trayvon Martin, when he was shot by. Your friend, your best friend, best friend? George Z. George Zerman, yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he lived in the area where, uh, where, where LT. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Dude. Uh, anyway, anyway, all right. Let's move on to the next topic. This is your topic. We have time for that, or we want to take some calls. We can do this one next. Um, this will be quick. Let's just do it quick. So, Ronnie, when you retired, 30... 97 years in law enforcement. What was your, were you, because you're, you know, I, I, I shit on you about being old. Yeah. But, I'm 50, but you're, I'm, but you're, I'm, a, you're a young guy. I'm 56 years you're old. You're a young guy. Started when I was 19. Right. So did I. Started when I was 19. You're a young guy. So when you retire, you're like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? What do cops do? Well, you know what's funny is I thought about that. I was like, man, I'm gonna, I was going to do a guide service, you know, for fishing, but I just didn't have enough knowledge to do I've that. I've seen you fish. You suck. Whatever. I'll <laughs> fish you 
How many snook do you have? Uh, shut up. <laughs> okay, so yours is this <laughs> thing. Yeah. All right, so anyway. anyway. Um, I was going to do that, and then I thought, you know, some other stuff. I was going to open my own business, and this and that. And then, you know, my best friend called me, and he goes, hey, man. He goes, come to work for me. Okay. Because I was having a hard time, man. I was, you know, I was just, I was burnt out. You know, it's like the last show we were talking about a little bit. You have to have a plan, man. Don't just get out of this job and say, oh, well, you know, I'll just do whatever, you know, and I'll just, screw it, I'm retired. Finally get to take this so much off my shirt, throw it down, and I'm done. we got to have a plan because you know what? If you're 50 years old, 45 years old, I could have retired at age 43. Jesus, 43. I mean, yeah. I got that's only half my life, I hope. Right. What the hell am I going to do with the other 45 or whatever years? So, you know, have a plan. Know what you want to do. Definitely have a plan. Make a plan of what you want to do. Do a podcast, man. You know, it's fun. We have a blast doing this. Yeah, we're not making any money off of it. We're spending a lot of damn money on it. We're, we're, we're telling the war money. stories and we're just but shooting you know the what? shit. We have a couple of beers. No, we don't get hammered drunk. We have a few beers. We go out and we smoke a cigar after the show. We laugh. We cut up. You know, we give a high five, fist bump, and we walk out of here. You know, he has a job. I have a job. I only work three days a week. Thank God that's all I need to work. Um, but you got to have a plan. I, 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 feel, I feel sorry for, like, people who, like, okay, I'm going to be a narcotics cop. And, and, and they, like, they make it. What are you going to do, and, sell and, dope when you retire? Right. I'm like, okay, I've, 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 I've been a narcotic, narcotics cop for 30 years. Oh, I'm retired. No degree. Yeah. Experience is buying dope, selling dope. What are you going to do? So, um, Mr. Smith, what have you done for the last, well, I've sold and, uh, and bought dope. Ooh. Ooh, okay, thank you. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I want you selling widgets <laughs> for my widget company. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. it's it's tough. So you, you have to think outside the box. Luckily, when I was in law enforcement, I I don't know, I, I, I was attracted to teaching. I became a firearms instructor, a use of force instructor, and teaching kinda kinda spoke to me and when I was in all of my law enforcement agencies, I taught identity theft, credit card fraud, check fraud, um, uh, uh, firearms, and everything. And then when I got out, I expanded my education. I got a master's degree, and right now I, I teach. But I, I, I wonder what, I mean, security, isn't that, I feel, I don't want to feel sorry for my fellow cops who go to security. I don't, because I love them. They're they're my my heart and blue. And sometimes it's a great match for them. It is. It is. It, I mean, really? it is. But don't sell yourself short, thinking I got to be security guard. I got to be whatever. Yeah. You know. So, well, hopefully, like last show, I said you've got a savings plan. You've done all your homework and you've invested and everything else. You don't have to do anything. You can go to work at Home Depot. You can go work at Walmart and hand out the little yellow stickers. You ain't got to do as crap. long as you have a nice income coming out. Absolutely. I, and and I haven't really researched this, and I know we're going to do an episode on. And this is sad. I know we're going to do an episode on officers passing away. Yeah. And suicide after retirement. It's it's a it's an unfortunate fact that a lot of officers who die die soon after retirement. As you start getting closer yeah. to that age, 
And and you know what's funny? And 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 I hate to, well, maybe I shouldn't share it on the chat screen. This is our page, man. I start worrying about how many years do I have left? Right. Do I have 10 years? Do I have 20 years? You know, and then I start thinking about, damn, what are my kids going to do? Right. You know, I, yeah. it's weird. It's you know, one I mean, of those things you about. definitely think about. You do. You do. And I know well, I'm overweight and I need to lose some weight and get myself back in shape. But you know what? I, I'm, I will. And I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. And um, I, I, when I was teaching college, I, I had a lot of military vets. And I could always tell when they were having issues. And I would say, hey, what's going on? Well, I just heard that a buddy in my company committed yeah. suicide. Yeah. You know, or this guy committed suicide. Or, you know, and that's, and military is so parallel to law enforcement. We love you guys. We appreciate you watching. Um, please, if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, hit the like button. Hit that notification button. Go to Spotify. A lot of you drive back and forth to work. Hey, plug in your phone. Pull us up on Spotify if you didn't get a chance to watch us on this. You can listen to us on the way to work. Have a laugh, cut up, you know, maybe learn something. Who knows? Send us an email on retiredcopsrule.com if you have a question. Hey, or a suggestion if you want to. Hey, why don't you cover this topic? Retiredcopsrule.com. No. Yes. At Gmail. Yes. Retiredcopsrule at gmail.com. Hey, I want you to cover this topic. Uh, hey, by so the way, gonna, new banner from our merch store, which is tteepublic.com. It's on our Facebook page. There's a link on there. All you get to do is pop on it, go right to the store. You can order shirts, tank tops, mugs, stickers. Uh, we may have a better deal on stickers coming. So, hold, so if you're thinking about us. a sticker, don't order the sticker from there. But hold the other up. merchandise you need to order from there. You know what? I've never had such a bad time and I don't know I think it's my support system that I've always had with my wife and my kids and my family that I've never been at a situation that I was so low that I contemplated suicide no I have not either and um, and I and I feel for the officers who do I've cried I've you know I felt the lowest in my entire life I felt like there was just no end. Uh, I mean, you know, no relief. I just, I felt like, but I never, I never ever thought that I was at that part, you know, at the end. And, but you know what? There are a lot of people that are. And by gosh, I feel for them. And God bless their souls. They gave it their all. And, you know what? Sometimes that they feel like that's the end. That's that's their only way out. That's, so we've been on for too long. So you're you as a chief would let your cops smoke dope, drink on the job. Oh, I didn't say that. It kind of seems like that's exactly. No, what's... don't even try to put words in my mouth. Not even started, Miss Mister Defense let's, Attorney. That's what you sound let's like. Let's talk sound about like that. Defense... In the meantime, I'm going to attack Ronnie on his. Chief abilities. All right. Well, you got about 30 seconds. Okay. So, and then we're cutting this off. Go ahead. You're the police chief. Yeah. You're going to let your officers, if in the state of Florida, marijuana is legal, yeah. you're going to let them smoke dope. Yes. Off duty, yes. Off duty. How do you prove that? How do you, is there a level? Yeah. How do you know time frame? Yeah, but you don't know time frame with, yeah, I think it's, isn't it 
depending on like body weight and all that. Oh, it could have been like 10 hours at THC levels. I think THC's level's a little different, don't Well, I think you're Adolf Hitler. Oh, whoa! Yeah! yeah. I'm trying to protect the citizens of my yeah. city. Whatever. And you're like, oh, Whatever. run them over while you're high. You know what? Meth is okay. Recreational. Are you going to allow your officers to smoke meth? <laughs> if they're off duty and it's legal. Dude, listen to me. Don't, listen don't, to you, me. don't you want your officers to be... Wait, wait, wait. I believe... Conduct unbecoming. No, I believe in the Constitution. Yes. And if it is legal, you should be able to do whatever the hell you want to Conduct do. unbecoming. Okay. But an officer, shouldn't officer... You sound just like Fauci and <laughs> no, freaking no, no, no. Biden. I believe in I believe in Constitution and freedom. I'm just... But officers should be... Above, right? All right, we got to go, guys. All right, love you guys. You are the best. Thank you for subscribing and hitting that like button on YouTube. We really appreciate it. Uh, look forward to the next show in two weeks. Same bat channel, same bat time. Friday, 7 p.m., two weeks from today. Everybody have a great weekend. We love you. And this is Surviving <laughs> the Badge because we got you. We, we what, still, still got, got your six. six. That worked out.